The views and opinions expressed by the producers, hosts, and guests of Flash Black Radio do not necessarily represent the views and opinions of Flash Black or its parent company. Listener discretion is advised. According to NPR, the drug companies in the United States have been shoveling millions of dollars to to pain advocacy groups. Um, apparently, Nefertiti is white. And uh, yeah, Jeff Sessions has made some type of connection to Anglo-Americans, uh, or excuse me, Anglo-American in uh, the policing force. Uh, hello, beautiful people. <laughs> This is shit you might have missed on Flash Black Radio. We are the usual suspects. I am Da Vinci Parks, a.k.a. Lee Bennett III. To my right, I have the one and the only. T. Rich. Hi, boys and girls. And, of course, dialing in, I have the lovely. And beautiful. Oh, K-Savage. She was waiting for the and beautiful part. Yeah, I'm Love. sorry. Well, lovely and beautiful is like, you know, redundant. I needed another adjective. That's my I fault. know. I was... I, I need to have at least two superlatives for you. You're right. You at least, at a yeah. minimum. If, yeah. The lovely and be dimpled. Because she got that, her, that dimple the be popping. The lovely, be dimpled, smooth yeah. need. Yeah. There you go, all that. When I was a kid, I thought that one day I would outgrow people talking about my dimples, and I have not. <laughs> dimples are amazing. Yeah, especially when you don't try. Yes. I love dimples. Yeah, especially when you don't try. They just stare like... Yeah. You just pop before you, you know, you just, yeah. My People sister and my, my sister and my baby brother have that. They both have dimples. They don't have I to do anything. I notice that. You don't even have to like smile to see their nipple. Dimples. Yeah. Yeah, I have to like give you all the teeth action uh, for, just, my, for my dimples to, to show. Do you? Yeah. That's got to be like ear to ear. It, it's, it's not oh, a Oh, wait, look. I see like a shadow. Is that a shadow of a dimple? Or is that a dimple? <laughs> no, it's, 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 it's not like my my my, uh, my siblings. Uh, I, I was shorter on the Aww. dimple train, but it's okay. I have a sterling personality. Wait. So like anyway, so yes, this is true that the the and the pharmaceutical companies pushed opioids back in the days. Um, I think they were pushing it as a safer alternative at that time. Um, you know, yeah. Are you you're familiar with like pharmaceutical sales and how they like woo you and like take you out to lunches and dinners and give you pens and I'm glad you you filled that statement out because that was about to sound like this nigga sold drugs. No, 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 no. No. Like I work in behavioral health and healthcare, so yeah. You're familiar, yeah, yeah. yeah I've seen so, movies. No, yeah. so they want you to to sell their wares so they come and like they woo you mm -hmm. and they do these continuing education events and they you know feed you good food it's not like are we gonna bring you some chicken from Popeye's like they I work at a lovely Michelin starred restaurant that frequently hosted weekday dinners of mm -hmm. pharmaceutical and medical device reps and let me tell you something people they are there for the fucking food and, and, the, and the alcohol cause they yes. definitely drinks they get their drink on. They are there for the food and the drink, and they are not taking the Applebee's. No. And they were, like, really pushing um, some years ago. I actually just had to do a write-up on this for our national conference. Um, they were really pushing OxyContin and, you know, like, yeah, 
go ahead, give this to the people. You know, it's a, a good painkiller and, you know, people are really love it. And, you know, now it's like, oh, hillbilly heroin. Yeah. So what we're going to do to get you off this one drug is we're going to get you this other drug. Switch. <laughs> Yo, Bilal, switch, man. Speaking of, sorry, speaking of Bilal, have you ever seen Bilal in pub and live? I have. Um, yes, I have. I'll say that. So I just on, want him sometimes to stick to the actual Saturday, song. On um, Saturday, we went to the Kennedy Center to see Bilal and Alice Smith. I have never seen an individual so high able to just still stay focused on the task at hand. He was high as <laughs> shit. I heard he smokes a lot of weed. I don't know if that was weed high. Like I've been around people who smoke weed. That seemed like they got a lot. They got a lot of strains, you know. Could, he could have graduated. That seemed like some extra shit. Okay. Yeah, but it was it was it was the most entertaining shit I've seen in a while. The next time Bilal is anywhere within a two hour drive, I'm oh yeah, see him. When I saw him perform, it's like like first of all, the dude is a legit vocalist. He can sing. That was the other thing. Like, yeah, you still sound good. Mm-hmm. He can sing. Um, the frustrating part for me is there are times when you want to like be in the moment because like, okay, I like the song. I remember the song. The song brings back good memories. I would like to sing along. You can't do that with Bilal. He won't let you. Nah. See, what's going to happen is he's going to do some type of rendition that you ain't never heard of. That's what happened with Soul Sister. I was just sitting right there waiting for Soul Sister. Exactly. And like (laughs) the guy beside me, it was like um, there was this guy beside me who was there with his a woman that was with him. (laughs) You're not going to assume that it was his boo. And he was like. One, he was loud, and he was like, I'm just ready to hear Soul Sister. And so when he started playing it, I was like, this sounds like the words to Soul Sister, but this is definitely not the music. And the lady that was with the guy beside me, she was like, yeah, this is it. He was like, this ain't Soul Sister. She was like, yes, it is. I was like, no, it's not. And then he started singing some weird rendition of like, you must be. But it was like way different. He was like, mm. Mm-hmm. I waited this whole show and don't even know this shit. And and there and there are times where he goes to places it looks like even the background singers can't cover. So they're just like, okay, we're just gonna do a background shit. And we'll oh, film he only it. had one singer. Okay, he only had one. Okay. So yeah, I, I do want I, I did want to see Adam Smith though. So how was she? What you said, Christy? Oh, I respect the switching it up from an artist's point of view because I mean you gotta get bored singing the same thing over and over again yeah. night after night. Thought does I, that all the time. When I agree shows. with that. Um, because for a long time, Michelle and Deggio Cello would not do music from old CDs mm-hmm. or old records. I've seen her. I've seen her a few times. Also, she's gonna be here in April. If anybody wants to go, I can't make it because seems like whenever she comes to the DC area, I'm out of the country. I don't know whose fault that is. Hers or mine. But we need to sync, sync our schedules, Michelle. Um, <laughs> I've seen her. Like the last time I saw her, she actually did. Like old older music, and I was like, "Damn, this is amazing." Um, but Alice Smith was entertaining. I'm not sure she was 100 percent sober too. I think she was sipping on something, but she was entertaining. I don't always know how I feel about her voice, but sometimes she does weird things with her voice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and she sing. Okay, so there are some vocalists that okay they sing from their their gut. There's some people they sing from their their nasal you know some people sing from you know 
I can't figure out where she pulls her notes from. Yeah. And that's part of what's intriguing. I mean, because what, what pulled me into Alice Smith years ago was the song Do I. And I just heard the song Do I on the Humble off her first album for Dreamers and whatever that was. Like, hmm? I can't remember which. I mean, I'm not. I'm not yeah, yeah, yeah. That song right there. And I just like, you know, it was just one of those, just like the musicality of like, and just like, it's just like one of those mood songs. Like you can just listen to that song on a Saturday on repeat and just do whatever you need to do. You know what I'm saying? So, and I just happened to hear it at the right moment. It's like, I don't know what this is. This is like ages before Spotify. I was like, last FM. And um, I was like, oh, who's this? And I was like, oh, okay, Alice Smith, blah, blah, blah. I started looking it up. Like, all right, bet. And I already had like one of her things from iTunes back when iTunes used to give away free music of undiscovered artists. That wasn't you too. Hmm? Free music that wasn't you too. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So, I've been, a, I've been a fan of Alice Smith for a long time. I just never got around to seeing her live, so. Yeah, it was a, I mean, it was a fun show. We enjoyed it. Had a ball. But I was actually a little bit of a deterrent for me. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, I don't know if I want to, I don't, I don't know. I was not disappointed. Okay. Plus, I don't know any of his music past the first CD. You know what? It's fine, because even the music he sings from the first CD, you don't know that either. That's very true. Uh, yeah, but Firstborn Second was a great album. It was. Great album. He did do plays. sometimes, which still sound. I mean, I don't really know how much you could really change that. It was a great, that's was, a great song. Map on that. Anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's the part. He was like, song. sometimes I wish I was drug free, and then he just looked like, no, I don't. <laughs> he made his face in the world like that's a lie. Like, yeah, we don't believe you. So yeah, drug free. Um, Pharmaceutical you ain't drug free, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> and like we ran into, well, oh, I'm sorry, Christy. We ran into one of my friends, and her husband is like a legit Bilal fan. Like sees him frequently, mm-hmm. and he was like, "Oh yeah, Bilal's always high. Like every time I've seen him, he's mm-hmm. high." I heard he smokes a lot of weed. I also heard that he's a little bit off his his uh heard he's a little off. I'll just say that. Like behaviorally, yeah. behavior health wise. I believe that. Yeah. I believe a lot of people with behavioral health issues are great artists. Yeah. 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 But anywho, so. Christy. Oh, uh, if I was a touring artist, I would totally have like an Adderall prescription. Maybe some Xanax. You know, got to get up and get down. Mostly because if you want me to be in one time zone, you know, today and another one tomorrow, like, where is the sleep coming in? We got to be able to sleep on command. I'm just yeah. saying. I can see that. But I hop your ass on a bus. Do it the old school way. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'd rather fly, have Adderall. I'm going nice, to land. I'm going to take nice two days to get calibrated. Then man. I'm going to drive. Huh? What'd you say? Oh, I I said no. Nice, clean, pharmaceutical grade meth. I, I'd be good with that. Um, straight. I don't even like Tylenol three. So. Oh. Yeah. So yeah, so they created this uh, quote unquote epidemic. Surprise, surprise. Say it ain't so. And now they're like, whoops, it's a problem. Our bad. How did this happen? Who who would have known that opioids could be super addictive? 
We didn't. It's not like we designed them that way. A uh, hundred years of medical like research and documentation. Peace, y'all. You know we don't believe in science. <laughs> less and I mean, less the poppy ain't into Western civilization. Less and, less and I feel like it's telling because they got tobacco lawyers. So, I mean, you know, they knew what they was doing. They've been ready for this. Okay. So, I guess we took some lightweight stuff. All right. So, are we going to... Okay. Before we even, I even ask this question, at some point, before it gets too far down the beaten path, because we've kind of, like, not discussed it, I do kind of want to touch on the Monique Netflix beef thing. But we don't have to. I know it's I know it's old at this point, but I kinda wanna touch on it because a lot of people who are also in the industry of comedy have been commenting on it and they've had different, you know, perspectives and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Which is kinda but the bigger thing I wanna Quincy Jones article. <laughs> Look, so before we say that, I'ma say this. Um the same day or maybe the day before that the Quincy Jones Jones article came out, I was talking to a girlfriend of mine who lives in New York, and she said that she was on the train, and she saw this woman get off the train and not walk far, but she got off the train and right outside the doors, she pulled her pants down and she took a piss. That lady and Quincy Jones, they are like at the pinnacle of give no fucks. <laughs> And I don't know why she did it, but I don't know. Also, like, is Quincy Jones just like at that ripe old age of like, yo, I'm 85. I can say whatever the fuck I want. Watch me. Well, the the crazy thing is, my impression is Quincy Jones was like that when he was in his 20s. But he was quieter. I think he was quieter because he he didn't have people talking to him. You know, like nobody. I think he was quieter too. He was talking about dead people. Like, those people were alive. You know what I'm saying? Everybody he was talking about was dead. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like if you 85 and, you know what I'm saying, like, once people die, you get to spill the tea. And we live in the spill the tea kind of culture. So I think it's a combination of no fucks to give. And these motherfuckers are dead. What you going to do? Sue me? Have your estate sue me? I mean, Richard Pryor's wife was like, yeah, they, they, they got it in. He's talking about him fucking Marlon Brando. Marlon Brando. Brando said no, they didn't. So it was a back and forth on that. And he was talking about him fucking a mailbox. He's talking about Ray Charles anybody, shooting up heroin in his dick. I didn't see that part of Anybody who ex-wife is talking about some shit that her, at that time, current husband was doing and was totally cool about it. Like, yeah, fucking Quaaludes, you know what I'm saying? They opened the door to anything. Like, I just feel like, I'm going to go with her. He made Michael Jackson sound like... <laughs> Like a horrible, horrible human being. Oh, talking about he's greedy. Mm-hmm. Did anybody first, doubt that? No, that's not the because remember, like Michael Jackson, and Paul McCartney had major beef because Michael about bought Paul that McCartney catalog. And them Beatles too. He did, but he bought that catalog right from under Paul. And the crazy yeah. thing is, the story was Michael actually called Paul, like, "Yo, if you're gonna, <laughs> if you're gonna like, you like, pay for the Beatles catalog, how much would it be? How much would you think it's worth?" And Paul McCartney threw out a number. Michael Jackson went and bought it for like a slightly higher number. And then like Paul called upset, like, oh, why would you do that? He said, Yeah, I gave more you than what you said. <laughs> <laughs> why are you mad? I son? feel like Paul McCartney should have known his shit was up for sale. 
Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. If he was I mean, gonna buy it, he had, the, he had like, every opportunity, about, right to. Yeah. You're talking about the man who was petty enough to go to court and have all the songs changed from Lennon and McCartney to uh, McCartney and Lennon. So you petty enough to go into court and have, you know what I'm saying? The songwriting credit changed, but you don't know when your whole fucking valuable ass catalog is up for sale. Dude, you slept on that one and you deserve to get God. And he it. didn't even get you. You know what I'm saying? He respectfully paid more than, you know what I'm saying, what he, you know, you thought it was worth, Paul. You know what I'm saying? And like, well, just saying a lot. I, I can't. Because most of the times artists are going to put some right. ridiculous prices or some shit, whatever. You know what I'm saying? So like, he right. went and paid more than he had to. Yeah. Right. But I feel like the real story is, Paul, why didn't you know your catalog was up for sale? <laughs> Yeah, so yeah, but um, I, I thought the Quincy Jones article was a was an interesting read. Um, not really surprised by anything. The Marvin Gaye thing kind of caught me off guard. Wasn't expecting the Marvin Gaye thing thrown in there. What so, was the Marvin? I didn't read, so I didn't. I, well, I well, like a, along with being thrown out, like basically you saying that Marlon Brando was the most charming motherfucker he had ever met. He said he like you know he was just charming him, but he said he would fuck anything. You know what I'm saying? He was just that's how he was. And he said, like, yo, he would fuck a mailbox if you gave him a chance. And then he's like, he said, Marvin Gaye, Richard Pryor, and then forget the other person he said. But I was just like, yo, son. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, yo. Pretty sure Marvin Gaye wasn't out there, like, in that way. So I'm like, I don't know if you want to, like, but okay, mm-hmm. it's out there now. And he made it seem like he's doing such a great thing because he's got these 22 girlfriends all over the world. Like, ain't nobody thinking about your old balls, Quincy. If you was broke in 85. And Ivanka, supposedly he dated her. Yeah, Quincy is like, I got stories to tell. Yeah. And I'm going to tell them. But you said, speaking of old balls, I just watched an article, like a video uh, article today. There's a dude who's 125 years old. And seven years ago, he followed his most recent child. He's got over 100 kids. That kid don't look old as shit. Huh? I said that kid is going to look old as shit. He look like a regular little kid. Mm. Nah, he gonna grow up looking like Benjamin Button. You know what? <laughs> <laughs> I would say like when you Just have because. his wife is his wife is obviously young. It doesn't it's matter. A, yeah, it's just stale like, eggs get fertilized and stale sperm fertilizes. So yeah. So Pete, children it's with old as precious we think they are <laughs> tend to look a little old, a little Benjamin Buttony in the face. <laughs> <laughs> But more importantly, who's getting knocked up by him? Oh, like I said, he he's he's had three wives. Three? That's it? Yeah, he was he was like um I think he said it's You said a hundred kids, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's that's what it said in the article. Uh, it was like a it was yeah, like a video thing. I had it on mute. I didn't have the headphones on, so um yeah. He's had three wives and how many lovers? Yeah, that's yeah, that's the whole thing. Because mm. the whole thing was about him mm-hmm. not finding his love. So it said like it said 125 year old man almost is 125 before he finds his true love. So it's 125. That don't even sound right. One. I mean, is it his true love or does he just know it's his last love? Well, mm, I don't know. He might not have liked the women he was with. They just might have been <laughs> getting the job done. That is I mean, true. Hey, man. It it depends on the person. Like everybody ain't always in a space for love, and like you know, what I'm saying love is also hopefully reciprocal. So, you know, maybe he was loving somebody who wasn't loving him back, and vice versa. I don't know. I guess so. 
I'm, I ain't 125 years old, though. That's his heart, though. Yeah, I'm saying, if you pull him in at 125, I'm saying. I hope he goes having sex. What'd you say? From, I think there's a good I chance he, he will. I hope he goes having sex. Oh. Uh, yeah, that's, that's, mm. like Sealy's daddy. Clearly it's his hobby. <laughs> <laughs> what he's good at. <laughs> Speaking of good things, Uh-oh. um, yeah. Did you guys see? I'm kind of torn on this. Did you guys see the um portraits of the Obama? I did. I did not. But you're black. I'm. I'm sorry. You know. I'm. I'm also the hotep whisperer. I don't know. Sometimes. I don't know what that has to do with anything. It doesn't. It was just a. It was just a way to like bait and switch. Okay. And you I adored. Me out on it. Yeah, I adored um, Barack's portrait. Mm-hmm. It was done by Kahende Wiley, mm-hmm. so it looked very Kahende Wiley esque. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna pull it up so you'll have a point of reference. Okay. I did. I have. I have her different face. emotions for Michelle's. Yeah. Her face. It's something about her face that's not. She's in grayscale. She's like gray. Her. Hmm. Was that but intentional? even if it's, it's 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 the dress that she's wearing is gorgeous. It's gorgeous. And how she got captured her body is gorgeous. I just don't like something. It's something about how she did her face that just mm-hmm. it don't Mm-mm. it don't appeal to me. Mm-mm. But I like them, and I think that they look good next to each other, side by side. And for, I want you to, hopefully my phone won't die. Um, But I like his with all that greenery. Yes, his was was lovely. So there might be music to this. Sorry, there is. So um, I think it was Mike. Somebody did a... Um, a video where they showed all of the past presidential portraits and mm-hmm. you that's the the classical music you hear playing in the background um and it's just like they all look so very different <laughs> from Barack. yeah that don't mm-hmm. even look like it's like in the for same for lots of reasons, yeah. Yeah, well, it don't even like it's even in the same class. Like, you wouldn't even like, yeah, that must be... Okay. But it's very... Um, it, it's very... It very much looks like Kehinde Wiley's work, which I adore. Totes. Yeah. And they're like, big as shit, and I'd like to go see them. I've never had any interest in going to see presidential portrait. What the fuck for? Um, but I do want to go see this. I just wish they're actually. I like the hollow portraits. I just wish Michelle was. Um, the dress is beautiful. Uh, and of course, because the internet's is the internet's. Um, some people went in and made her skin chocolate because it's the internet's, and that's what the internet does. Think, I think in the brief because I, I it was a small like I couldn't really get into the detail of it from your phone, but. Looking at it, it felt like there wasn't enough. Um, I see. I see what you mean by it's monochromatic. It's like just grayscale. It just wasn't enough color depth and like a 
flesh tones. It's just like I feel like there's probably it. It looked flat. So yeah, just, her face is flatter than it should be. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I think that's because they're like you're using one color to like express it or whatever. But if I'm looking at Takia's face right now, the way light is hitting her face, like the light is coming from one angle, so that's creating like hot mm-hmm. spots here, and on the other side, there's shadow, and then like in between, there are different like gradations, and there wasn't that. Especially and, when you like compare it to to his, mm-hmm. which has like because because uh, he has distinctive lines. Whenever you look at Barack, he has dis- distinctive lines from around his nose, around his mouth. You know, uh, it's, yeah. So and she has this. You know, it's just like the, the that's depth of 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 field and all that stuff. So not depth of field, but anyway, that's just depth that you get when you uh, when you are doing portraits and stuff like that. So yeah, it was just a little flat. I get it, but I am excited. To see their portraits, it's nice. I you know who it is, though. When you look at it, like yo, that's Michelle. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like matter of fact, if you like literally like like went through like the first ladies, and then you like cut off like like basically like the faces and cut out the arms and just had like the, the the attire, so you just saw the outfit or whatever, and you just did a flip book or whatever. Like, up, oh, that's Michelle. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Michelle Michelle added a a, a a level of fly that the first lady's office has never seen or station has never seen. And everything she did, like she's the best first lady. I'm not saying that because she's black. I'm just saying that just because that's what it is. We miss y'all. <laughs> Especially because we got this fucking... So speaking of black people, um, Nefertiti's white. Oh, oh yeah, we're going back to that? Yeah. Um, to hear them tell it. What? Nefertiti, apparently she looks like... I wasn't so bothered by the bust. I looked at it. I wasn't so bothered by it. I definitely see people's argument. Um, And the green eyes, I thought was like... That was definitely a... Yeah, yeah, I thought the green eyes was a little A touch of caucasity. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was a little interesting. I mean, I've seen fair-skinned women with green eyes, whatever. But, you know, I'm going to guess that she probably had brown eyes, but I don't know. Um, But... I feel like it had to be very interesting for Hoda Kotb because they... Um, she was the one that was there when they unveiled this bust, and Hoda is of Egyptian. Did not know that lineage. There you go. And, and see, so you just like that makes it. Now that you said it, that makes sense because like I'm about to say, like I've seen definitely like you know there are a lot of Egyptians who have fairer skin. Mm-hmm. So the complexion wasn't really bothering me. And that's what I thought was getting people. But the eyes, I was like, the eyes though. Mm, yeah, no, nah, I'm not feeling that. So yeah, man, you know. You know, people people tend to try to throw themselves into things of historical uh, accounts, I think, I think to make themselves feel closer to it or whatever, and to feel more connected. And, you know, when you ain't actually involved historically and stuff, whatever, you know, and people ain't writing the story. I mean, like, you know, like, Chris, you can attest to this. You know, when it comes to, like, a lot of religious history, a lot of the shit wasn't written for, like, millennia. <laughs> like like a very long time was spoken. So like when you start writing it down or whatever, you can start like painting it the way you want to and making the narrative the way you want to make it and you know, start getting a whole bunch of like paid artists to like, you know, paint things the way you want them to be. History after a is while, told by the victors. Yeah. After a while over time, it's just what you think it is. Mm-hmm. And you get to have Megan Kelly say that everybody knows that Santa Claus and Jesus are white. She actually said that. She still has her own little segment on the Today Show, just like that. Um, yeah, people are dumb. They are. Case in point, they elected this president. People, people are dumb <laughs> because I feel like 
even if like let, let's just let's just be honest like even if because i've heard you know not in reference to this bust i didn't know anything about this um but i've heard uh on uh another um podcast that i used to listen to you know, a theory about how, you know, of course, you know, Nefertiti isn't black because, you know, the people who were ruling Egypt at the time were closely tied in with like the Romans and the Greeks. And so, you know, she was probably more Mediterranean looking and like, you know, okay, fine. Let's say we'll take that theory. This broad got freckles and I just feel like I don't really know too many Mediterranean people that come with freckles. Um, like who they even this photo that they even picked like i don't i don't understand what's going on here like could we pretend that like you know maybe she could be persian or egyptian you know what i'm saying like even those ones that you know come with you know mostly white people kind of hair you know what i'm saying like i i just i don't I can't, I can't get down with this because she's not even the kind of brown that she should be. Even if you wanted to make her whiter, she's still not brown enough. You know what I'm saying? And that 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 whole Mediterranean group right there, they got their own look to them, and that broad ain't it. She's more Kardashian so than Nefertiti. So, um, <laughs> what, what's also funny is I don't know after the glow up. Like after the glow up, though, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> I I don't know if you uh you two happen to see, but I, I actually posted um something. They actually did um a workup of a a body that was found in a cave in Britain. It was like ten thousand years old. Cheddar man was black, y'all. Right, he was brown. <laughs> Thank you. <as> a <laughs> had blue eyes. Apparently, he was standing down a motherfucker. He had blue eyes, but mm-hmm. he he was he's definitely um, of dark complexion. I'm just I'm just like it's just interesting how people. It's just like you know nobody paying attention Clearly to Cheddar those Man. Those scientists aren't talking to each other. Mm-mm. Yeah, nobody's paying attention Somebody to Cheddar didn't Man. Get but the you memo. know, <laughs> but it, at the end of the day, this this I I think this does uh, remain in line with a with a constant narrative that's probably subconscious to a lot of. Uh, uh, European individuals, I'll just say it like that, in the sense that this whole trying to distance the country of Egypt from the continent of Africa and make it as though it was like I've literally gotten to, to conversations or like disagreements with black folks when said that Egypt ain't a part of Africa. I'm like, what, what, what are you talking about? It was like, no, Where Egypt is, is a part of the Middle East. It's like, no. The Middle East is not a real thing. <laughs> Egypt is definitely in Africa. Yeah, it's definitely a part of Africa. Like, what are you talking well, about? Well, wait. Even if Egypt wasn't a part of Africa and it wasn't, it was a part of Asia. Um, them folks over in Yemen look pretty dark to me. I'm just saying. But when you make a place called the Middle East. Oh, that's where the magic happens. It's like it's not African. It's like you know, it's it's not African. You know, it's it's, it's not it's not certainly Asia. not Sub-Saharan Africa. Yeah, yeah, it's not Asian. You know, it's the Middle East. So like you know, it's just but like it's it's some like magical region that... where things happen, like the Bible. <laughs> but, but, it, but it's a fake place. I mean, the Middle mm-hmm. East is a fake. place. I'm aware, but people identify, ascribe themselves to it though. Babylon. So I just, I just think it's one of those things that, you know, it's one of those things further attributed to that. It's like, you know, okay, well, Nefertiti is, you know, give her European features, you know, along. I mean, you know, we still see in 2017, 2018, we got white mummies, you know, and, you know, 
Look, in my Pharaohs. head, Nefertiti still looks more like uh, Iman than this lady guy. You know, because I, I, I think we're black. We all grew up with somebody who had like a Nefertiti like bust in, in their household. They're my grandmother like was Iman definitely one of that, those. Remember the time video? Yeah. Yep. My grandmother was definitely one of those that one of the Nefertiti joints in her house. So, uh, yeah, nah. But, uh, you know, I, but, I You know, thanks for trying, guys. You know, <laughs> we you guys, appreciate your effort. You never give up. Yeah. We really appreciate it. It took them 500 it. hours to make that bus, though. So, Just your so efforts you know. have not gone unnoticed. I mean, they're unappreciated as fuck, <laughs> but they've not gone unnoticed. <laughs> thanks for playing. Better luck next time. Oh, man. So, uh, so your president wants to go back to sending out cheese to motherfuckers. Like how so? He ain't even trying to give us cheese. He's trying to give us motherfucking pasta. Canned meat. Trying to get y'all spam and pasta. You didn't hear that? He wants to cut the food stamp benefits. A snap. And go back Anybody to sending out. more than $90 a month will get only half the cash that they used to get. And the other cat half will be, and I quote, a blue apron style box. Of the cheapest shit that you can find in the grocery store that's non-perishable, such as pasta, shelf-stable milk, and a bunch of uh, canned vegetables, and a bunch of other shit that people who Is this make quote? policy talk about people who eat that shit like, oh my God, why would anybody eat that shit? Don't they know better? But you're going to give it to me and call it nutrition? Mm-hmm. Sir? That kind of reminds me when you talking about when you had to deal with like uh when you were the um health and welfare services or whatever for 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 the youth or whatever if you had one with you or whatever I'm talking about mm-hmm. uh, oh when we had to take them to McDonald's yeah you had to take them to McDonald's for like you know if you had to like if because you, you can't oh, right. feed them yeah so but if you do have to feed them whatever you take them to McDonald's that's kind of not at all healthy yeah. and so this is what they're doing and it's not at, at all the fuck like Blue Apron like can cling peaches and spam. And pasta is is I don't not. I think I've ever eaten spam. You ain't miss a shit. Um, it's you can't get any fresh fruits, can't get any fresh vegetables, and it's just like stop picking on the way I say vegetables, and like it's they're just so cool with it. Like, oh yeah, this is a great idea. We're gonna save so much money. Okay, so why why are you talking about? Okay, so there are a lot of things. I I think what what happens obviously from week to week or whatever because there's so much. That there's no consistent like agenda that comes out of the White House, and there's so many different yes, things. There that is. I think the the no, no, main okay. agenda that's okay. coming out is let's see how miss, much I, we can fuck people. Oh, over. okay, okay. So that's fair. What yeah, I'm saying, I was there's about no to say, it's fuck poor people and let's make rich people richer. Like their agenda is pretty fucking clear. And the fact that people keep talking about we don't know what their policy agenda is, we don't know. No, their their agenda when it comes to foreign policy is we don't like them brown people. You know what I'm saying? We fucks with white people, but we still think that the white people outside of this country, you know what I'm saying, don't buy enough from us. So we're going to try and sell them some more shit. And if there is a war to be had, let's make it. And uh, when it comes to domestic policy, it's fuck poor people, Fuck this country for real, for real. Because, I mean, that infrastructure package, you got $200 billion and you're talking about the rest is going to be a, 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 a public-private partnership which is going to equal toll rolls, which means fuck poor people some more. So billion. it's fuck poor people and let's make rich people richer. Mm-hmm. So actually, you were actually started to tip into what I was going to point at. So um, what I was talking about, what I, I misspoke, I'm, I'm speaking more towards like there's no consistent way with, 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 with which they actually approach, okay, we're going to focus on this. 
This is what we're going to focus on now. We're going to roll this out. Here's the next thing. We're going to roll this out. It doesn't seem planned. It's just like scattershot. Like, ah, oh, let's just do this shit. I know it's like a, a point, an overarching mm-hmm. point. I get that. But there is no structure to it. Um, but No, so but they I did. think there's a pattern. Okay. I don't disagree with that. Pattern that. I think the pattern that we should be paying attention to is once appointees get settled in, it seems like they've had a team of lawyers look at the regulations that they don't like and they have figured out how to dismantle them in the name of cost savings or patriotism. Or both. So Or both. Um, so going back to the Republican tax plan mm-hmm. where they passed the quote-unquote $1.5 trillion tax cut. Hey, did you get your extra money in your paycheck? Yeah, I did. But no, it's going to be taxed differently next year. Yeah, it is. Yep, Don't you yep. feel special and warm in your genitals? Yeah, yeah not yet. <laughs> <laughs> not yet. Cause I, 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 I know I know that I need to get lubed up. That's, that's all for I'm that saying. For that fucking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. This is going to be involuntary. Well, that's what this first five years yeah. is for. You know, like, you yeah. know. So, um, so there's a $1.5 billion tra- tax cut, which they've already said upwards of 80, 75 to 80 something percent is actually going to the top 1% of the country and the middle class. And of course the, the working class or poor folks as you know, they like to say, they don't get really any of that. They think they do, but they don't. They just um, on us. Yeah. Yeah. And that's all going to come back out because remember you still have to get taxed at the end of the year by Uncle Sam. So if you're cutting $1.5 trillion, uh, basically, that means the IRS is not pulling in the same money that it was, so it has to pull it from somewhere else, right? And they so also need more money so that they can implement these new tax um, tax laws that they came up with. Yeah. So on top of that, so you supposedly cut $1.5 trillion, mm-hmm. and then you pass the budget, bipartisan support. Mm-hmm. Some people did not like it. $400 billion, so you deduct that $400 billion from $1.5 trillion. So now you're 1.1, and then because you're paying for that, ladies and gentlemen, then there's the 100 billion dollars out of the 1.5 billion dollar infrastructure plan, which you ain't really helping people. You're just basically making recommendations, telling them what they should do, but you ain't really doing it yeah. yourself. So um, that's another one billion. I mean, 100 billion. So now you're down to one trillion, and then it's just like yo, like 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 I, I hope people are actually like keeping their calculators out and paying attention to how this is going because this is all happening so close together. It's not even smooth how they're doing it. They want to cut AmeriCorps, NPR, PBS. Um, they want to cut the um, – D.C. has a, a program that pays for students to go to college because D.C. is not a state. Hopefully mm-hmm. everyone listening knows that. Um, so anywhere you go, you're going to be charged out-of-state tuition. Mm-hmm. Um, so D.C. Has a, program, has a program. Wherever you go, you get in-state uh, right. tuition. Uh, they want to cut that. Want to completely get rid of that? Like, and eh, this is not, this is not a thing. It doesn't matter because that affects so many people. Like, DC's like citizenship is less than a million people. Want to also change? Um, he wants to get rid Dang of, um, what do you call it? Public service loan forgiveness. Wants to get rid of that. Um, wants to change the income based loan repayment from ten percent of your income to I think twelve and a half percent of your income. Have I missed anything from this week? Oh, there's a lot going on. It's like, I'm not talking about in general. I'm just talking about from this week. I, I don't. I mean, because I mean, it's it still is the, just Tuesday. Yeah, well, you know, it's also a Porter thing um, that that's bled the over. Payday lender stuff coming out of the Department of uh, Consumer Protection, Protection Bureau. Protection oh yes, yes, Bureau yes. that's about to be 
uh, completely rearranged because they have had a team of lawyers again look at what the law that enacted the agency says and according to the letter of the law they will do their job but they will not do, do no more. Any more than that yep. like that's what the statement actually said like we, we're gonna uphold this law because we got to sorry old people dying we're gonna they, uphold this law because we got to but um you know what i'm saying please don't think that we're gonna do anything more than we have to and then apparently they've dismissed some cases on some shady grounds Oh, and um, some of those cases one, against the guy that's there. <laughs> yeah, running. yeah. And how about and, that? And was a campaign was a big uh, country contributor to his campaign. So, um, yeah. Speaking of contributors to campaigns and like you know all that other stuff, uh, Porter. Is that the one that was beating his wife? Oh yeah, yeah. And uh, there was. But shouldn't he be wife and girlfriend? Shouldn't mm-hmm. he be like given the benefit of the doubt? Isn't that what your president said? Did well, you read the there, letter the email that the girlfriend sent to the FBI? I saw it, but I didn't read it. Girl, the, the, the long story short is this nigga is horrible. Mm-hmm. I am trying to get away. I just want to talk to somebody who has A, experienced this so that I, you know, can confirm I'm not going crazy. And B, how the fuck did you get away? <laughs> like, like. When you're trying to commiserate with your husband. Like the level of desperation that it takes to write somebody and and, and starts off with, I I know you probably don't even want to be bothered with me because like you put this part of your life behind you, but please help me, please, please help me, please. I mean, but the level of desperation that there has to be for somebody to reach out to a woman that she does not know who has had this man in her rear view mirror for the last decade plus like that speaks to how deep you know what i'm saying to me the abuse is and let's not talk about the physical abuse let's talk about the emotional abuse that she was living under because like you got to be really scared to reach out to a complete stranger and be like um i'm in this shitty situation i know you've been here before help please please can can you leave me some breadcrumbs so i can follow your path Mm. but the whole thing about john kelly like you know Knowing about the situation, when he's in, in vouching for him, basically on a security review or whatever, like this dude's been in the White House without an actual security clearance. Can't get one. I mean, <sighs> think. I, wait a minute. Just kind of just, just say that again. Here. He's he works <laughs> in the White House for over a year, and he can't get a security clearance. He's been there for over a year, but he's been looking at at secret material. Who needs rules? Well, I mean, this is the same, like, you know, president that actually, like, you know, blew two and on two different occasions, blew, like, like you know, you know, top secret information and also burned their sources that were associated with it, said information. So. Who cares? It's just American <sighs> politics. That guy probably won't be here that long anyway. There's a 34% turnover in the White House. <laughs> so the odds are not in your favor, actually. Really? 34%? 34%. Read that today. Hmm. Like, well, damn. I think there's lower turnover in child welfare, nigga. Hey, man. Look, hey, there was a time not too long ago when the White House was the place to be. That Bama's quitting Hollywood. <laughs> ah, fuck this Hollywood shit. I'm going to go work for the president of the United States. Wait, and then... 
the Hollywood defector, you know what I'm saying, told, you know what I'm saying, because she done turned, you know. Uh, Omarosa. Went back and told some of her Hollywood comrades that, you know what I'm saying, please don't be talking about impeachment because, like, uh, Mike Pence is scary. Everybody knew that, though. Yeah. She, she ain't saying that. Well, there are other people out there might not know any better, but everybody knew that. I mean, like, the dude understands how Washington works. He's super Jesus-y in, uh, in, in all the wrong ways. And, uh, you know. Uh, the, the, it got I, the, the nerve to be over in Korea not standing for somebody else's anthem. Like, mm. are you serious? Mm-hmm. And that's what not American. <laughs> are you protesting? It was a brown people's country too, wasn't it? I just think anybody's country probably wouldn't stand for other than I'm pretty America. sure it was a brown people's. I wouldn't doubt it, but no, because it's the Winter Olympics. So what does that mean? There's brown um, people in the Winter Olympics. I'm not saying it's not. I'm just saying like I see like the medal counts like Netherlands, I mean, Germany, Sweden Canada. is like fucking Sweden. everything up. But Sweden, Netherlands, Germany, like and Canada, and then United States. So I'm just you know I'm just saying it's like a lot of something he was. No, I mean you know well, cool runnings is back in you know. <laughs> what did you say about their white people? How he gonna be offending good white people? Um, those are his friends, right? From other countries. Oh yeah, those are the those are the immigrants that he wants. He wants them to come no, in. And, those right. are the immigrants. Jesus told him we're good. Remember, God talks to him and tells him specific things. I was talking about Trump. Unless they're he, African babies, because we'll take those. Yeah, by the Trump said he wants like Sweden and Norway immigrants, which again is foolish because they don't want to come here. Of course not. But if they did, they would want more money than the current immigrants do. Uh, they would want a whole bunch of like socialized programs. Yeah, yeah. They, they would want. A, they would demand a lot more than the like in the immigrants that are like, here just trying to make an ends meet and send money back to their family. They'd you be know. like, wait a minute. So I gotta work more, probably get paid less, and I gotta pay for my own insurance. You think I'm gonna come back to work six weeks after I have this baby? Nah. Y'all ain't gonna see me for a cool off. twelve months. They, they oh yeah, they got paternity leave over in Europe. A year off, like get yeah. your whole life. Paternity like, leave in Europe is like gangster. Yeah, not even talking about maternity leave. And in some countries, mandatory. It's just so different. Yeah, but come here, struggle, pay for your own health care, <laughs> get two weeks of paternity leave. Uh, that's new. Yeah, that's new. So right. That you might be shamed if you take. Also, you might get shot. So there's that. (laughs) With all these, if not you, your kids, because they certainly enjoy shooting up schools. So if you're white, you probably won't get shot, but your kids will probably get shot because schools. It's like a great commercial for America. This is how we're making it great. Hmm. Speaking of greatness, we're going to Wakanda in two days. Two days. Mm, mm. Somebody want me. And then we're going back on Saturday. Mm, mm, Send me a postcard. Mm. I oh, will. Yeah. yeah, yeah. From the edge. I will send you a postcard from Wakanda. <laughs> I'm I'm super Wait. excited about it. Um, did you see the article about uh from Lupita Nyango in Allure when she's talking about cutting off her hair and embracing her her the kinkiness of her hair and how she does not like the the term African American? I saw parts of it. I didn't read the whole article. That reminded me of y'all when she's talking about the whole African American thing, the conversation. You. Oh, why didn't she like it? Because uh, she says it's it's basically is it's a racial um, identifying te- um, method or whatever. She said it doesn't actually encompass the 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 nuances and the totality of the black diaspora. 
I mean, I added a little bit of flourishes oh, to it, but that's essentially what she was saying. I really like Lupita. It's okay. like she, like in my eyes, Lupita can do no wrong. Lupita and, and Greg Popovich. <laughs> I, I mess with both of them hard. Like he you know, has things to say, and he's been saying it for a minute. This I, is I not no new him. thing, huh? I respect him. Yeah. How does he keep a job? Because he wins. Because I feel like <laughs> <laughs> like his team wins. Yeah, so yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah. yeah. When you have a twenty-year dynasty of like having a winning record for twenty years in any sport straight, and you have like people, a Hall of Famers, back to back to back to back. You can get out here and talk yeah, about this. Yeah, you can Black talk any way you matter. want to. Just be successful, man. You know, Kanye was able to say whatever he wanted to when he was doing the big, and like Kanye's kind of faded now because he ain't really doing nothing. So. Kanye's crazy. My fault. I, I think he's, you know, genius. I think sometimes genius comes with, like, you know, it's, it's a fragile balance, yo. You know. Okay. Some people know, can navigate the waters better. That, but, you know, we, we, we could keep it functional with, with the therapist. Not everybody. Not everybody. I mean, you got to go to a therapist first. You have to want. Yeah. I, I think he enjoys this place he's in. You mean Kim Kardashian? Mm hmm. I think he enjoys that place he's in too. Mm-hmm. I mean, it looks nice. I don't. I don't want. I wouldn't want a vacation there though. <laughs> I'm nice. just. I'm just thoroughly. I, I. I was like, you know, the moment I actually, I accidentally tripped off, tripped over the actual tape from back in the day. I was like, this shit looks so underwhelming. Like, like, it's why would you? Worst. You know what's crazy? Why I don't you? even watch that show. But I feel like they're the most underrated, overrated family. And I say that because, like, they're totally overexposed and people are mad at them for that. But, like, you know what I'm saying? You motherfuckers like each other. They stay all up in each other's face. They about to take over the world because there's about to be, like, 40 of the motherfuckers in this next generation. And I cannot stress enough, they like each other. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I think that, you know, as fucked up as they are in a lot of other ways, the way they stick together as family, I think there's something to be said for that. Yeah, I think there's money like, to be said of why they stick together. I think that's a great motivator. I don't know how much people like each other when the camera's not rolling. They're a I gathering do. of trash bags, and I don't have anything positive to say about them. They're rich, <laughs> they're rich trash bags, but they are still a gathering of trash bags. Oh, man. The trash bagging. High end. The trash bags. They are mm-hmm. couture trash bags. Yeah, man. I, I no, they those raggedy kind of trash bags that don't know how to hold shit. Oh wow! So you just got like metaphorical. They like them headphones. The more expensive ones was the less quality ones. Boom. I feel like there was a shot at me. Okay. All right. Well. No, it wasn't. It was just an. Example. No, no, it was a shot at me. It was a shot at me. You don't want to talk about these headphones. They are. They're horrible. You know, but it's okay. So it was just a good example of, you know, just because it's high end don't mean I said good day. Not some trash. (laughs) But I also feel like, you know, we we don't actually pay enough attention to the fact that, like, you know, most people may not be some trash, but we all got some complicated family dynamics. And I feel like the fact that they live and swim in their shit as messy as it is. It's comforting to me. It's easier to do when there's millions behind it, though. The average, look, they're, they're no more entertaining than a lot of the families that I've known growing up, whatever. I've seen a lot of people like, yo, y'all can have a TV show. And that wasn't necessarily said in a complimentary way. But at the end of the day, if you gave them millions to actually produce a show, I think they figured that shit out, too. Long enough to like keep that money together. I have no idea what they do, what they talk about on their show. 
I don't, I don't know what that, that there's actually anything like eventful that happens on the show. And they know. just like sit there and like just talk. I refuse I to watch live action trash bags. So I don't watch their show. I don't watch it either. Certainly can't be more entertaining than the Housewives of Atlanta. Come on. But if it doesn't come on a streaming platform and it doesn't have multiple seasons, I'm not watching it. Speaking of which, and of course, this is not even up there in terms of importance. I just found like this made me very happy. I just realized that my show Moral Oral is on Hulu. And uh, I was very happy about that. I bet you were. <laughs> have you ever watched more Oral Christie? No. I think you, as somebody who's, a, I think someone like yourself who is in seminary school would find great joy in watching more Oral. That's Oral. pretty interesting. I think you would. They're only what fifteen minutes. They're only fifteen minutes. It's an animated show, but they're only fifteen minutes. And essentially, what Moral Oral is is basically a little kid who's like really fervent and like really into the whole thing of like you know being the best Christian he can be. But he takes all the lessons that he gets in the Bible, like as literally as you can take them. And it's just like, it just so shows you like. It's worse than what I thought because I thought this was going to be some Oral Roberts in a podcast type shit. But what you're telling me is this Oral Roberts in a fucking cartoon for children. And that's even scarier. I might watch it for like fascination value, but like, um, I don't believe in the indoctrination of children in things like that. I think we should teach people how not to be assholes. Well, it's not in the children's show. <laughs> it's not for children. It's for adults. Oh. It's the, it is definitely not <laughs> It's for on children. Adult Swim. Maybe I should have lived with that. <laughs> it used oh. to be on Adult Swim. No, no, no. no. More oral is like uh, for Adult Swim. Most of the cartoons I watch uh, are, are not for kids. You know, I you know I watch Boondocks, you know, Attack on Titan, stuff like that. None of that's for kids. On another right spot, Baltimore. PD. The city. Well, I, I didn't know if you were going to talk about the whole uh, corruption charges about the Baltimore PD. No, I said a good note. I'm going to talk about that's the good fact that they that got you know charges, but okay. Eleven days they haven't had a homicide. Okay. Wow, that's bad. That oh, we, like, awesome. Yeah. I mean, that's good, but it's bad that like that's a thing. Like, got to start somewhere. Yeah. So, congrats, Baltimore, for these eleven days with no murders, no mothers mourning sons or daughters, no sons. That is big. Yeah. Mourning awesome. brothers or sisters, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, that's big. I just wanted to mention that. Yeah. Thought that was a really Yay. great thing. So. I agree. So the big thing, so we're both in agreement, you and I, to T. Rich's uh, Black Panther is pretty much what this 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 week is about. Like, we were supposed to do an anti Valentine's Day campaign. We kind of got off the rails with that. Well, we're still not doing Valentine's Day. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to cook for my wife, but you know, I'm not doing it. What? What's wrong? Why you say it like that? Because that's what you do. Is it? You're being a Valentine anti Valentine. This is like you being a halfway hotel. Commit. And you anti-Valentine. I mean, I'm probably gonna cook too, but I gotta eat. Yeah, I was like, yeah, it's like, so do I go out and like, like go to a dinner or whatever? Starve, don't eat that day. Protest. Yeah, I got it. <laughs> <laughs> That's what no. Yes, Black Panther is like. I'm, I'm super. I'm super in for it. I'm like super excited about it. So, I'm, I'm ready for it. I, f- I feel like I want to trade Thank you, notes white people, late. for like planning to go to Rotten Tomatoes and. Make it a not popular right. movie. It's not working. But also, 
black folks a lot of times don't really pay attention to rotten tomatoes. So on top of that, like critics love it because it's actually just really fucking good. Really fucking good. Also, shout out to you white people who decided you wanted to like try to get some tickets and come and talk loudly during the theater in the theater during the movie. (laughs) If you ain't got no tickets, you ain't coming in. (laughs) So fuck you for that too. Um, who would? Why? Caucasity. Is that really that? That was really wow. That's like, look at this. You know, are you serious? It's it's not about them. It has to be about them. But this isn't about you. It kind of is though. It's kind of how you know, like, in order to survive, black people have to like shield themselves to look like nothing, so you won't come in there and take it. Like you did everything else. So, yeah. Well, and not only that, it's also about you because if you had a real legit black friend, not that coworker that you speak to sometimes, that but you a real legit black also friend, get confused then you would have been the other in on the black Twitter sphere and you would have known ticket sales are up. You know what I'm saying? So, like, white people, you know what I'm saying, who are invited to the cookout, they got tickets if they wanted them. Mm-hmm. So the reality is, if you don't have tickets, you either didn't want them or you're not invited to the cookout. And if you know you're not invited to the cookout, please don't crash. Because yeah. you can't get crash. in. Because well, the cookout no, is tickets only. And you lucky if you crash in better neighborhoods, but don't be fooled. Because just because you're in better neighborhoods don't mean you're necessarily safe. <laughs> on that note, ladies and gentlemen, that PSA from, uh, from K7. I'm just saying, can you imagine uh, on a Philly. Saturday... You know what I'm saying? Like somewhere white people walking up loud and maybe the wrong kind of wrong into a movie theater and like just getting trifling with it. And like one, you know what I'm saying? White bitch with too much courage. You know what I'm saying? Says something to somebody in the audience and it's just on and cracking. Hmm. Like I could totally see that happening and in a better neighborhood because, you know what I'm saying? Don't think. You know what I'm saying? That we all came from suburbia, you know what I'm saying, to that movie theater and to that income bracket. You know what I'm saying? Most of us have worked our way up, you know what I'm saying, a socioeconomic level. So, I mean, not you know, just that. There's a lot of people that's like looking forward to, like, I've, I've seen like a lot of fees, like, oh, what are you wearing to the Black Panther, like, premiere? People got like Kente cloth and like all types of like yeah, black I regalia. I had to have that conversation. I was like, we're not doing that. No, I, I feel it, but you've seen it though. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So it was like, you know, you're going to get somebody who's going to be dressed in extra black or whatever. You and you want to like run up and, I don't know no, if that's a good idea. Go, it's, no. Yeah, because you know, there are going to be some people dressed like Black Panthers for like for real Black Panthers too. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying, mm, might want to do your history on that People's one. Do the knowledge. Program bags. Do the knowledge. So anyway, ladies and gentlemen, this has uh, been the usual suspects. Uh, this is shit you might have missed on Flash Black Radio. Uh, we are the usual suspects, as I just said. My name is Da Vinci Parks, a.k.a. Lee Bennett III. T-Rich, a.k.a. Princess of Wakanda. K-Savage. Indeed, indeed. And we are oh, down. Uh, one, uh, one Heather... House Heather, Slim Targaryen of House Heather is not with us. Um, but, ladies and gentlemen, uh, if you do not know where to find us, you can find us on all types of podcast listening services, including TuneIn, Spotify, SoundCloud. Spotify? Not Spotify. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm I was, oh, I was right. to be like, we there? No. Uh, I'm, I was working on Spotify, and that was a brand <laughs> Including TuneIn, Stitcher, SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, which is, yeah. 
And of course, you can listen to us on a Facebook page and a Facebook group, Flash Black Radio. You can check us check us out on Twitter at Flash Black News at Flash Black Radio. You can also check us out on IG, Flash Black Radio, and of course the website www.flashblackradio.com. Again, we thank you for your listenership, man. Uh, continue to stay tuned to share and uh, get involved in the conversation. Feel free to post all that good stuff. Till next time, ladies and gentlemen, stay blessed, stay woke, one. So I was watching, well, not watching, but reading something online, and uh, somebody uh, by the name of Bomani made a very good point about like uh, Shuri. It's like like because Marvel has been absorbed by Disney, and Shuri is like the princess of Wakanda, that makes her a Disney princess. Aww. I was like, that's kind of dope. That's kind of dope. So.